Hello fellow podcast travelers, welcome to Saybrook Insights, production of Saybrook University, an accredited, nonprofit, private institution of higher learning headquartered in Pasadena, California. Celebrating 50 years this year, our humanistic approach to online education has resulted in thousands of alumni the world over advancing the health and well-being of the communities we serve. My name is Nathan Long, president and host of this podcast. Today's episode features one of our illustrious integrative medicine and health sciences faculty members facilitating a mindful moment. We hope you find this experience an opportunity to recenter and relax. For more information about Saybrook and its programs, go to www.saybrook.edu. And now, join us for a mindful moment. Good morning. Uh, this is the Saybrook University uh, Mindful Moments Program, Guided Meditations, provided to you uh, by the Faculty of the College of Integrative Medicine and Health Sciences. Today is our last, the last day of the last week of daily presentations, but commencing next Monday, we will be presenting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we will be switching to Zoom. Um, hopefully, all of you have received a um, notification and an invitation with the Zoom address. My meditation today will be called The Sacred Pause, and it's adapted from Tara Brock, who is a well-known American psychologist and a Buddhist spiritual teacher. But I think in light of the state of our country right now, I will ask for a pause before the meditation and ask each of us to send out our healing wishes to our country, which is so troubled with racism and violence and frustrations. And we will share a moment of silence. And now the guided meditation. Tara Brock wrote that there's an anxiety or a restlessness in us. Instead of pausing when we're stressed, we do the opposite. Our primitive brain drives us into activity to defend ourselves or grasp onto what we think we need. We end up being engaged with doings, activities that cause harm and lock us into a doing self. They lock us into a feeling of a self that is in trouble, deficient, separate, that needs to keep doing, frantically acting. Tara also wrote, you might sense that all of meditation is a pause where we are intentionally stepping out of that automatic or habitual doing. This pause creates a space, a space of freedom, and this is not trivial. Viktor Frankl wrote, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. And in that space, Frankl found the strategy, the pathway that enabled him to survive the Nazi death camps. He was held in four different camps, including Auschwitz, and survived uh, to live a full career as an existential psychiatrist. 
my own uh, colleague, friend, co-author, Angele McGrady, wrote in our book, Pathways to Illness, about pausing as a strategy, a coping. She wrote, the ability to pause and consider one's options is critical in the process of regaining control over stressful situations. Just the fact of utilizing the pause button begins to give the individual a sense of control that he or she didn't have before. And now I will guide you in a meditation uh, taken from Tara Brock. We start the meditation with a pause, not doing anything, simply relaxing, opening ourselves into what is right here. We may notice our body breathing, long, slow, gentle breaths. Allow your senses to be awake. And now I invite you to call to mind a situation from your life where you pretty regularly get caught in some level of reactivity. A situation where you act in ways that don't express the most awake or mature part of your being. It could be at work, at home, with a friend or family, something that involves another person. And now imagine that situation as if you are watching a movie so that you can hear what the other person might be saying that is provocative or see, imagine, visualize the look on their face, sense what is happening that is triggering you, and just pause. Pause at the key frame in that movie. Right before you fully react, pause when you wish you could pause. And in that moment, suspended in time, take some long, gentle breaths, nice, gentle, slow in-breaths, and long, slow out-breaths, and again, and again. And when in reality you are with another person, there may not be time for this, but for now, sense that pause. Let your senses be awake, and take a moment to really pause and inhabit and experience the vulnerability that is triggered in you. Rather than running away, running away from the dragon or running away from our own vulnerability, we pause and lean into what is there with a relaxed and gentle attention, breathing with it. We can sense okay, this doesn't feel good, and I can still be with this. We can allow the space of a pause to have some kindness in it, just opening to what's here with a gentle quality of attention. And allow the pause to include attending to that other person. You might notice what else you perceive when you have the benefit of a pause. How might that person 
be caught in their vulnerability, in their insecurity, and in their unmet needs. When we really inhabit the space of a pause, the flames burn brightly. We are filled with light. We can see more, feel more, and respond to our circumstances with a greater awakeness and open-heartedness. And we sense in this pause how we might respond, how our deepest nature, the nature we aspire to, may come through and guide us. And we can trust in the days and weeks to come that if we can take even a short pause, a moment of breathing, it will give us better access to those being qualities in ourselves, that deeper intelligence and capacity for creativity that is really our nature. And as we awaken, the process becomes more intuitive and spontaneous with each additional pause in our life, in our meditative moments, and in our daily lives. And we may hear in our heart, oh, I need to create some space. I need to stop in this moment. I need to stop figuring out because I'm going in a kind of a circular little trance here. I need to just be in this space. More and more, we know when to stop to create that space that allows the light to shine through. Just as we are opening to the joys and sorrows in ourselves, we also sense with others. We create some space to allow to happen what needs to happen with us, with them, between us. The deepest expression of love is this non-doing presence because that's when we are inhabiting who we really are. Thus far, we have been exploring this on an individual basis, but when we create this space to pause, this life, this light burns more brightly and the light comes through. The same process may unfold in a societal way when rather than staying in the cycles of blame and reactivity, we can begin to step out of our agendas and out of our fears. When people of different skin colors, different races, different beliefs, different sexuality, whatever it is that are in conflict, that have conditioned fears and aversion, actually pause together now and then, here and there, and deep in presence. Then they see past the masks and they understand. Oh, just like me, just like me, you too want to love and be loved, and just like me, you have fears that keep you pulled back. We get to see the reality. This is what we need in the world. We need this training to pause and arrive in mindfulness and presence. 
mindfulness, and presence. I would like to close in a simple way and invite you again to sense right here, right now. Let me pause. Just allow your eyes to stay closed a moment longer and to take a moment. You might have that voice inside your mind that says, just stop, really stop, come home into this being. You don't have to try to be aware. The awareness is what you are. And pausing is just relaxing back to inhabit it. And I will close with a few words. There won't be time for the full poem, but a few words from Pablo Neruda from his poem, Keeping Quiet. Now we will count to 12 and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, let's not speak in any language. Let's stop for one second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. Fishermen in the cold seas would not harm whales and the man gathering salt would not look at his hurt hands. Perhaps the earth can teach us as when everything seems dead and later proves to be alive. Now I'll count up to 12 and you keep quiet and I will go. And now I invite you whenever you're ready to open your eyes and rejoin our circle.